It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You damn right. Welcome to Tuesday, but not just any Tuesday. Oh, it's that day. It's Valentine's Day. Probably no holiday we have gets more weird reactions than today. The positive, the negative, the crazy, the weird. We want all your reactions today. It's Chad and Zay on Valentine's Day. I'm Chad Hastings, joined as always by the one and only Isaiah Collier. He's got it easy today. What's up, Zay? What up, Chad? Shout out to all the ladies or your significant others who don't give a damn about Valentine's Day. Like my wife, the beauty that she is. Don't got to spend no bread. Don't got to wait in no lines. <laughs> to get her some M&M type Twix chocolate and she be good. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful day for me. How you doing, Chad? I'm doing very, very well. What kind of candy is your wife into? Uh, right now she's into dark chocolates. I mean, obviously, look at me, but really, she likes her dark chocolates, kind of sadiddy ones that I couldn't even tell you the brand. I really set you up for that one. You did I? set me up. I Thank didn't you. Mean to. I Thank you. Led you right into that one. That that curveball did not break at all. That was a sinker that didn't sink right there. That thing is gone. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to all of you. We will get into that conversation today. My biggest. Uh, what my biggest thought about Valentine's Day has always been really simple: know who you're with. Once you get with someone, if that's what you want, now if you don't want to be with someone, enjoy being alone because being alone on Valentine's Day is great, especially when you're cheap and you don't have to p- spend any money. I haven't been that way in a long time, but I remember it. But know who you're with, figure out little things about them and what makes them happy on Valentine's Day because it's not always going to be the same thing. My Old school Valentine stories, eh, is about my grandparents. My grandmother called me up one year to brag about what my grandfather got her for Valentine's Day. He got her a new pair of work gloves. <laughs> oh my gosh. And a new pair of wire cutters. Because she needed both. And she was thrilled. Wow. And then 10 minutes into the conversation, I think she might have mentioned that he got a couple flowers for her or something like that. Right. But the other stuff mattered more. Farmer's wife, tough as nails. She's not into the froofy stuff. She needed new cutters and she needed new gloves. And he knew that. He paid attention. He knew the details. Right. He knew she'd lost the cutters when they were out together, cutting, uh, putting up fence. And he knew she needed new gloves. He got it for her. She was in love. All over again. Yeah. Called me up to brag. <laughs> yeah. Talk about know who you're with. Exactly. My first reaction, yo, here's some gloves. Get your ass to work. <laughs> See? Right. And some people, like there are some guys that have, I've heard guys say they got their wife a new vacuum cleaner for Valentine's oh, Day. wow. And the first, your first reaction is, oh, that's so misogynistic and that's horrible and terrible. It's like, no, yeah. no, no, wait a minute. If he's paying attention and that's what she needed, 
and she loves it, then he's the guy. Then he's the man. He's paying attention. So pay attention to whoever you're with. If you are with someone and you want to hang on to them, I hope you do. If you want someone, good luck on getting them. And if you want no one, enjoy being alone on Valentine's Day. Any and all are welcome today here on the Horn. It is one of my favorite days of the year because of the weird, varied reactions. So let us know on the Specs text line how you deal with Valentine's Day, your reaction, your non-reaction, how your wife or husband deals with it. Give us your Valentine stuff today. Yo, shout out to Bizarro. Dale Dudley on the Specs text line. He he put me on blast. He said, "Zay, you're still a sucker. You got to pay for two anniversaries." Oh, that is kind of true. I'm trying to finesse my way out of that. Like the big time anniversary just came and gone. Which that's the one I celebrate, Chad. The wedding that y'all all went to. Okay, you all celebrate my work the, friends. The public one. Yes. Yeah. Not the one that we had in the summer due to COVID that we had to back up because we had to, you know, rearrange our wedding. Not that one. That was the JOP one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I ask me in June what <laughs> happens. We might go out to eat, but that shouldn't count. Like I shouldn't have to go buy a gift for. Anniversary number two, okay, as I call it. Yeah, okay. But you're right, Bizarro Dale Dudley. You're you're right. Like I am a little bit of a sucker because my wife has finessed me into that. But your boy's trying to finesse his way out. So you're I'm work- trying. You're I'm working, working on it. it. I am working. That's on fine. It. You're working yeah. on it. That's good. Uh, I'm sure we got a lot of people working on Valentine's Day out there. So best of luck. Whatever you need to do. Somebody says my wife was so excited when she bought a classy vacuum. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, some people it just depends on who it is. This says, uh, my wife, all she wants to do today is eat some shrimp, a shrimp scampi at home and go watch Magic Mike. (laughs) I don't know how you should feel about that, my guy. That is strong. All my wife and I are going to do tonight is we're going to have a little little dinner, going to meet up after she gets off work, going to have a little dinner, and we're going to go home, and Uh, that's probably it. That's lovely. That's it. Nothing nothing crazy. Now, to old boy whose wife's watching Magic Mike, Dreaming of Shannon Tatum while she scarfs down some shrimp dipped in garlic sauce. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel good? You know, I mean, you just said know who you're with, so yeah. maybe maybe you could come in as a Shannon Tatum Magic Mike and give her a little show. Say he may he this person may know exactly what the shrimp scampi and Magic Mike combination does to his his or her woman, like aphrodisiac type thing. There you go. There I you feel go. That. Nothing wrong with a little imagination. Yo, yo, if your woman gets off on shrimp, you got to keep her. Come on now. <laughs> I got no problem with that. No problem with that at all. Uh, we hope you have a great Valentine's Day out there. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, of course, in the world of sports. We will get to Longhorn basketball here in a second, and we will keep it fun today, and we will keep it positive today. But just real quick, before we get to Texas basketball, let's send our thoughts out to uh, a couple of universities dealing with some wild, awful stories. First off to Michigan State, uh, the shooting overnight. Uh, it was actually last night about 830 a 43-year-old man, they have no idea why, but three people are dead and five, at least five others are wounded. So we're certainly thinking about those folks today. Just a horrible situation. And he eventually killed himself, if you didn't hear the end of that story. Uh, and then New Mexico State. My God. First it was the shooting, uh, a shooting story of their own, and uh, that a few months ago. And now they have forfeited the entire basket, rest of their basketball schedule because of a hazing, a really serious hazing incident where team, uh, a teammate 
was subjected to false imprisonment, harassment, and criminal sexual conduct by members of this team. So, certainly, we send our best out to the New Mexico State family as well. They're not going to have basketball the rest of the year. I have no idea what to think about those. That particular story, Zay, is nuts. But just want to send the best out to all those those folks, man. There's some some wildness going on in this world. I hate how numb we become to all this stuff because it's starting to be so frequent. And we're mm-hmm. starting to just see so many different, you know, attacks on deep schools and communities and stuff. And it's just sad. And I, yeah, I don't even know how to really go about it, but you're just starting to become numb to it. And I, it's so dangerous and very sad. So, yeah, just hard to go out to all the families who are affected by these things, yeah. man. No doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. Get that uh, get that mental health checked as well. Uh, it is Valentine's Day, and uh, it does cause a lot of reactions mental health-wise for a lot of people. Let us know what you think. Specs text line 337-3776. This one says, married 25 years. Tonight is poker night. I'm not missing poker night. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. It's your deal. You do. You do you. Instead of being romantic, you choose to gamble. I dig it. You do you. This one says, my girlfriend said no flowers, candy. Wait. My girlfriend said no flowers, candy, or dinner. Instead, she wants a tat. Like matching tats? Don't know about matching, but maybe the tattoo is, I don't know, of him or something about him. I don't Mm. know. She wants a tat. There you go. Know who you're with. Know who you're with. Perfect example right there. She don't want flowers. She wants a tattoo. All right. Uh, Valentine's Day will roll on. We have, uh, we've stalled long enough, Longhorn basketball fans. Zay, let's get into this thing. Yesterday you said you were a little concerned. Um, there certainly is a trap feel to Lubbock every time. And with a team like this that has a bad record, but you know deep down they're not a bad team. They've been playing better. You pointed out uh, some of the the upsets they've been able to pull off lately, including the K-State, right? They just beat K-State before yeah, Texas? they beat K-State. They've beat three of the last four games. Uh, they beat Iowa State in there. So, yeah, they've beat a lot of top 20 teams and they recently. Are, and they're always ready for the Longhorns. They packed that joint with over 14,000. So let me know what you thought of 74-67. Uh, what you think? Well, for one, this Texas Tech team, they're pretty hard to scout because they have guys in and out the lineup all the time. And it seems like Coach Adams, who did a hell of a job last night, as much love that we've been showing Coach Terry, Coach Adams, he won up them last night. And that was a big reason why the Red Raiders beat the Horns at United Supermarkets Arena. But, you know, if when you go through so many different lineups like Frodris Amac. He's so tough to cover. Like, he has a lot of Nikola Jokic in him without, like, the three-point ability and stuff. And the Horns, they were double-teaming him early, but Davion Harmon, what can you say about the guy out of Denton Geyer? He was a teammate to Jalen Wilson over there in Kansas. And he sees the year that Jalen Wilson has. Like, they go back. They're, you know, they're homies. And even though Davion Harmon went to Oklahoma and Jalen Wilson went to uh, Kansas, those guys still remain tight. So when you have one of your friends that's probably going to be Big 12 Player of the Year doing what he does, Davion Harmon in the game against Kansas State, he dropped 20, and then last night he gave the Horns 25. So just, you know, taking over the game at the point guard position. Out of all six of the Horns' losses this season, from Illinois to Iowa State, Kansas State, uh, 
Texas Tech last night, Kansas. I'm missing a team. I'm kind of drawing the blank right now. But of all the teams that you play, Tennessee, and you lost to, probably five out of the six games, the point guard matchup dominated on the opposing team. Now, for Iowa State, they got Lipsy and they got Jaron Holmes. Those both guys are point guards. Jaron Holmes is around, you know, six foot four, but he took over that game at Hilton Coliseum. We saw what Zakai Ziegler did in Knoxville with Tennessee, the 22 and 10. We saw what Dewan Harris did uh, at Fog Allen Fieldhouse with his 18, 6 and 5. And then we saw last night Davion Hartman, the 25 points. So. I don't want to put it all on Tyrese Hunter. We know Tyrese Hunter has been struggling, especially once the Chris Beard thing went down. And it's it's a group effort on stopping the point guards. Like, once a guy gets beat, you have to help the helper, and you got to be able to rotate. And the Horns did a really bad job of that, especially last night in the Kansas game. They just gave up way too many easy transition buckets, along with Dewan Harris going crazy. But what you notice out of those five losses that the point guard dominated the opposing point i mean uh tyrese hunter struggled offensively too Mm -hmm. and he's still not playing as well defensively as you would think like you heard fran frasilla say last night he hasn't played defensively like he did last year and that's disappointing so along with the offensive struggles and you're still not playing up to par defensively all the blame a lot goes to him which i get it I get it, but Timmy Allen had two points last night. That Ooh, can't happen. That's a bad line on the that's road, a right there. Horrible line. God. That's a horrible line for him. Yeah. And Mark Adams again, just that Texas Tech defense. It looks like they play a zone. That's how good their man-to-man defense is because they switch so much, and they allow no dribble penetration. Like it was tough to get in the lane last night. And the Horns, they just missed a lot of shots from the outside. I mean. 11 for 27 from three, that's not the best. Even though that's 40%, that's not very good, especially when you look at uh, Texas Tech shooting seven for 14 from three Mm -hmm. and then just, you know, being so physical down low. So, you know, Davion Harmon going crazy in that first half, yes, but the Horns tied the game at 64. And Dylan DeSue hit that three to tie the game at 64 and just – the adjustments that you made to stop Davion Harmon came to haunt you in those last four minutes. The last 4.15 left when it was tied 64-64 because when Davion Harmon dropped that 21 in the first half, Coach Terry did a good job adjusting to that by double-teaming him on pick-and-rolls. Well, Mark Adams countered to that and said, okay, we're not going to allow you to double-team that at the top because we're going to go high-low and we're going to put our big man AMAC, here comes the Nikola Jokic reference, and we'll give it to him right before the trap even comes. So now we have an advantage, like on a two-on-one high-low, where Timmy Allen, some of the worst D I've ever seen. Like Timmy Allen, elementary school basketball, see man and ball. Do not let the man, especially when the guy's in the corner, do not let the man beat you behind on the back door. Amat caught the ball at the top of the key. Kevin O'Banner cut to the lane, got that dunk. 66-64. Then they come back down the court. The Horns don't score. Texas Tech gets the ball. They shoot a shot. AMAC gets that tip in. 68-64. 
Then O'Banner gets that huge block on Dylan DeSue where mm-hmm. he gets the crowd hype. He swolls up and, you know, on the baseline. And then you saw A-Mac again, high-low action. They step up too high. A-Mac throws the lob to O'Banner. Ball game is 70-64. Even though Marcus Carr had that N one finish, he missed a free throw. He missed a free throw. Then you get a stop. It's 70 to 66. You get a stop, but Dylan DeSue, he gets fouled and he misses a free throw. Make those two free throws. You're down by one. So, a team that went 24 for 25 Saturday against West Virginia, 96% from the free throw line, turns around and goes on the road and goes 10 for 17 and misses key free throws in clutch time. And we've been talking about how good this free throw te- uh, shooting team was, especially yeah. after that Illinois game where they blew that one due the free throw. And in, confer- Rice. in conference, they were over 80%, right, yeah. as a team. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so to have that happen at the end of the game, Davion Harmon just takes Tyrese Hunter, which looks really bad. That's all Longhorn fans are going to remember at the end of the game where they're, uh, Texas Tech's up by three, the pick's coming on the right side. If you're Tyrese Hunter and you know the pick's coming to the right you're going to step up more to the left because you know the help's coming there. I mean, you're going to step up more to your left, Davion Harmon's right. Instead, he just played straight up. So fake the screen, goes to the right, shoots that beautiful floater layup off the glass, 72 to 67, and that's basically ball game. Brock Cunningham smokes a wide-open layup that would have cut the deficit to maybe three. Who knows what would have happened there? And, yeah, Texas Tech gets another huge win to help their case by fighting for the bubble for the uh, NCAA tournament. And the Horns, who I said needed these three games, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, to look for a number one seed, it's going to be tough now. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough. Tennessee, they did you a favor by losing a couple of games on last-second shots last week. You know, Purdue did you a favor. Kansas, in a way, they're sitting back. they got to win tonight against a really good Oklahoma State team that's, you know, treading on the up-and-up, you know, kind of got a hot streak, those Cowboys, uh, of what they're doing. So I I thought it was a missed opportunity, but the Horns beat themselves last night. Just too many dumb mistakes. Yeah, Texas Tech got lucky. About three bank shots went in in that first half, just some lucky stuff. You know, Davion Harmon shot to go on the halftime. That was weak, but, hey, you had a chance, an opportunity to beat a team that's at last in your conference, and you didn't do that. So, got to beat Oklahoma. Right now, you got Baylor, who's looking really good. Scott Drew's team's looking good. Mm-hmm. They beat that same West Virginia that team that you beat on Saturday, and we'll see what happens, but I thought it was a missed opportunity, and yeah, it, it was such a trap game last night. That was just a bona fide trap game. You feeling good about yourself, beat a really good Bob Huggins team by 34, and then you're coming into Lubbock against a team that hates you. They can't stand you. Mm-hmm. A really good coach that's known for his defense, and they suffocate you. They they did that. But you only lose by seven. As bad as you played, many free throws as you missed, the turnovers, you know, just throwing the ball out of bounds at the right times. Tyrese Hunter struggling. We haven't seen Serge Jabari Rice struggle, like only eight points. Got in the foul trouble. That's very uncanny of him. You only lose by seven. So, you know, for anything positive, I guess you could look at that. But still, I'm looking at that number one seed, and I thought last night was a missed opportunity. Yeah, it might be tough uh, to get back there now. As of this morning, Bracketology still has Texas on the two line, and Baylor is still on the two line right now in terms of uh, in terms of looking towards the tournament. Next game for Texas is Oklahoma, as Zay mentioned, one o'clock on Saturday. That is a twelve thirty 
pregame for you. If you have reactions, let us know. We're getting a lot of texts in already um, reacting to the Longhorns' loss. Somebody said they may have looked at Texas Texas Tech's record and just didn't show up. The effort was a little low, certainly in that first half. Just seemed a little flat coming in, trying to get that turnaround. Like we talked about, Zay, it's what you got to do in the tournament. Got to be able to turn around in two days, no matter what you did in that previous game. Got to be able to go. That energy level was a little low. I like the fight in the second half. And there are still times with this team where I think, man, even as bad as y'all have played through this game, feels like you might be in it. you got to hit a couple big shots, but you brought up the, the couple critical moments where they weren't able to get shots, and then they didn't make stops. One of the big numbers for me is 36-18 in the paint. I mean, yeah. that's I'm, I'm a believer that this is a team. I always look for them to be up at like 30. If you can get to 40, I think that's a great number. So only giving up. Only getting 18, but then you allow 36 in the paint like that, it's not good. And that's what got him at Kansas, too. Yeah. Allowing too much in the paint. And then going back to the point guard thing, like the point guards getting in the lane and making plays. Lamar Washington, number one for Texas Tech, played nine minutes last night, had three assists. Mm. Think about that. Think about just getting into the paint like he had guys on his hip and he was throwing it high up to AMAC and AMAC was keeping it up and just finishing. AMAC was terrific last night. He had a loud ass 12. Yeah, he looked really good. That was good. a loud ass 12 because Texas, they were doubling him and stuff. And then, oh, Jalen Tyson, talk about somebody you want to punch in the face. <laughs> when he hit that Kawhi Leonard pull up and then did the stanky, oh, it stinks uh-huh. in here. Get that out of my face. That was nasty. Uh, as a Texas fan, how mad were you when you saw that? Like, I just type of stuff that makes you ball up your fist. And, you know, you remember when Cuba Gooden Jr. and Boys in the Hood was swinging because he got harassed by the police <laughs> and Neon Long was trying to, that's, right, that's what right. you do when you see stuff like that. It just makes you so mad. But like I said, Jalen Tyson, he's going to take that game personal. He's always going to take that game a little more personal. And, man, he came out in that second half, had an and-one finish on Timmy Allen. And he, he played great D on Timmy Allen, too. So, again, with how much they change their lineups because they've had all these injuries, they're hard to scout because you don't know what Coach Adams is going to throw out there. Mm-hmm. And now he's kind of like, man, maybe I should have been playing this type of style this whole time instead of, you know, having Bacho in maybe as much, or maybe I should be playing Pop Isaacs in different situations. But, you know, Davion Harmon, the confidence that he played with, he was about to cry in that post game. You see that? I like did after not. After the game, Davion Harmon, he was about to cry, getting all choked oh, up Oh, yeah, stuff. on the floor, you mean. Like, man, yeah. like, this, this is what I do it for, these fans. I'm glad crowd. I came here. I'm like, dog, y'all last in the Big 12. I made the right choice. I, I made the right choice. I get it. Like, you're feeling good about yourself. You've been killing, like, 44 45 points in the last two games against two top 15 teams. Yo, you hooping. I get it, but let's relax because y'all are still looking at NIT right now. Yeah. So yeah. let's just keep it real. Man, Texas falls to 20-6 and six with that loss, 9-4 and four in conference play. And again, Oklahoma is up next. We'll keep talking basketball today. we got a lot of football to get into as well. Up next, let's hit some NFL. Did Micah Parsons call his shot? Or was he just kind of making a comment to another NFL player? We'll get into that. Plus, if Lamar stays in Baltimore, we know who's going to be calling plays for him. There's a lot of coaching news out there as well. Stay with us. It's the Horn. Yeah. We're doing this with all the ladies. H-Town boys. Kicking it with my boy Luke. 
for the nine three, you know what I'm saying? Cause we will be knocking the boots. <laughs> G.I. Shazam Dino. They gonna do a little something for you, real sexy, like you know. Your what I'm warning saying? for today is that Zay's going with some baby making music. Hey, Alright? Valentine's Day. Zay's gonna lean in big time. Good love. Listen to some Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Come on, Ace Town. Oh, mercy. Starting off. Little H Town vibe. I heard the H Town reference. Okay, is this. Is this knocking the boots? That's right. I don't know who sings it, though. H Town. Oh, that's the name of the group. Yeah. Oh, okay. All night long. <laughs> What y'all know about this? Oh, sometimes the right music is key. Sometimes that's important. Uh huh. Sometimes it's not about candy. Yeah, we got we gotta hit the hook. Sometimes it's not about flowers. No. Nope. Sometimes it's about the tune. There you go. Somebody rockin' knockin' the boots. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if knocking the boots is part of your Valentine's Day, good for you. Well done. Oh, how many of y'all were conceived to this in 93? I can't, don't bring it up like that. Don't bring it up like that. Come on. Because then you're reminding me where I was in 93. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. No, a lot of people listening right now, you're right, might have been. Might have been conceived to something like that. Nothing but Valentine's kind of music today from Zay. And we'll start with H-Town. We hope you are having a good one. The Longhorns did not have a good time in Lubbock last night, losing 74-67. to We will continue to talk about that game. Also, remember... Football never dies around here. I got two big round numbers for you, Longhorn fans and college football fans. How about 60 days till the Longhorn spring game today? 72 days till the NFL draft. We'll find out what the Texans are going to do at quarterback. And we are 200 days until Texas plays their first football game. So first big weekend of college football, September 2nd, is 200 days away. We will get there together Football never dies, and there's always stuff to talk about. We're about to get into some of it here on the football side. But we hope you're having a great Valentine's Day. If you have any thoughts on it, let us know. Somebody said Zay is seducing Chad today. No, that's not the goal. That is yeah, not the people. That's not Zay's goal. Zay's trying to give all of you ideas for later on if there's any seducing to be done. Yeah, we're talking about the Horns have a trap game tonight. A lot of y'all guys going to have trap games today <laughs> because y'all think y'all going to be smooth and slick and go to your significant other and try to wine and dine them. And six months later, trap. Mm. Trap. You have no idea what you got into. <laughs> got to be careful. Better be careful today. Be Careful. Somebody's already given you uh, some credit for the music you're playing. They're excited about it. So uh, we got all that going on today. Coming up in the crap bag at 1245, I'll tell you why Valentine's Day matters to me because uh, it ended up being important to me a few years ago. Um, and so I do see all perspectives on Valentine's Day, but I'll give you mine coming up at 1245. Right now, though, let's get into a little NFL, Zay, and I just need to know how upset to be as a Dallas Cowboys fan. Are you ready? 
somewhere in the last, I don't know, day, Calais Campbell put out a tweet, and it was a simple one. Calais tweeted out, I really want to play in Super Bowl 58. That's it. That's what he tweeted. By the way, he tweeted the number 58, so nice job, Calais. Like me, he can't stand Roman numerals. All right, Micah Parsons retweets, and he tweets out, he tweets out, better put a star in your helmet, big bro, and then an emoji with the sunglasses on, and sent it out, and some are getting on Micah Parsons because they're saying he predicted they would go to the Super Bowl. Should I overreact on this one, or is this no big deal? I mean, I don't think you should overreact, but it is kind of a deal. That makes sense. This just feels like he could have structured that a little differently. Yeah. Now, is Calais Campbell a free agent or something? Is he trying to, like, make a pitch to recruit him? Because they could use him. Must be. Oh, my goodness. A lot. Yeah, a lot of teams could use Calais. I would have to look him up, but I'm guessing that's what it's about. Yeah, with the history of the Dallas Cowboys, Micah, just relax. You shouldn't be saying nothing, dog. And that's what these big-time guys get, these superstar, first-team all-pro type guys. They just get kind of out of their skis and to the point to where they think, okay, everybody could be like me. Nah, nah, because your quarterback threw 17 interceptions this past season, Hmm. and you have no idea how it's going to look with Big Mike calling the plays this year. It sounds good, but, I mean, Schottenheimer – he ain't going to really do nothing to help. You do not know what your running back situation is going to be. So, yeah, Michael Parsons, before you go off and say stuff like this, be careful. Just be careful. So what I'm reading here is he is under contract with them through this season, but this says the Ravens will need to reduce the salary cap hit. Uh, so they'll need to create room if they want to fit Lamar Jackson's franchise tag under their cap. If they franchise tag Lamar, that's in March, if I'm not mistaken. So they may have to rework something there. So he is under contract with them through 23, which would also, to me, be kind of more reason for Micah Parsons to calm down, to stay away from a comment like that. Or if you're going to do it, don't make it feel like a prediction. Just make it seem like, hey, man, we're in that fight too. Come join us. Come join us. We'll give it a shot. Something like that. Don't make it. Oh, well, you got to put a star on your helmet. Dude, you didn't make the championship game in the NFC. The Super Bowl representative is in your division. And you're acting like, well, you got to do is throw a star on your helmet. No, 11, that's not how simple it is right now. I would have been, I would have felt better if Michael would have said, you know what, Calais, if you like feet and want to win, like myself, then come on over to Dallas, bruh. Because there's a lot of shoties out here who will let you do whatever you want with their feet. Oh, my God. We're one foot ahead. We're one step ahead of everybody else. Uh, Cowboys fans, let us know what you think of that. Sometimes it just comes with the territory. When you're a fan of the Cowboys, it's such a crazy, wild circus environment that maybe this is nothing to you, but that is what happened on social media. Some people are saying, and if it Fox Sports NFL retweeted it and said, Micah Parsons calls the Cowboys to Super Bowl 58. <laughs> That's how they saw it. That's their perception, and we know sometimes that is reality. So me as a Cowboys fan, I'd rather Micah Parsons calm down, but it's hard for Cowboys to calm down sometimes. Yeah. You think Micah's like putting whipped cream on feet today? <laughs> like I'm just trying to picture what foot fetish people go through. Like what 
how does that become foreplay? How I don't do know. you become excited from that? All I know is I hope the people that have the fetishes or have the specifics, I just hope they find somebody that shares the specifics. Yeah. That's got to be hard to do. And also, like, let's say if, you know, you have a all-state linebacker that you're raising, 15 years old, and you come in the room and he's looking at feet pics. Do you get upset? <laughs> because for first-team All-Pro, Micah Parsons loves feet. So, you know, is there a pattern there? Like when they do, what's the test that they do? Wonderlock? The Wonderlick? Wonderlick. Yeah, when they do Wonderlick tests, like you think that might be put in there? Like what are you into sexually? Right at the back of it, they just put a pair of shoes to see how that yeah. rea- have you react to it. <laughs> and if the person yeah. sniffs the shoes, oh, he, Mel Kuyper Jr., he has great instincts. If I'm raising that linebacker, as long as I didn't walk in on him looking at pictures of my feet, if I'm the parent. As the parent? Yeah, I think I'll be all right. Yeah, just let it roll. You know, we we, ta- need, we need people like Micah Parsons. Like he's a trendsetter. I mean, we talk. You know, we talk about it. But again, if everybody, you know, if, if if it's if everybody's two consenting adults and that's what you're that's what you're into, that's what you're into. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. But like, is he a syrup guy or <laughs> chocolate syrup guy? I, I don't maple know. pancake syrup guy. Does he get crazy and you know maybe go ketchup mustard? See, this is where your concern level is. I'm just. <laughs> upset the man might be calling out a Super Bowl shot. I'm trying to keep this basic, Zay. I don't care what he's doing behind closed doors. What I need him to do on social media is not do things like, you know, I think we're going to the Super Bowl. Yo, calm down, Micah. You should see, like, the mixtape of him this season. It's one of the most incredible things to watch. Just his motor. Like, he's an absolute freak on and off the field. But... (laughs) It's just you got to look at guys like that and say, what do they do that separates them from everybody else? So when he says comments like, I love me some feet, or when he says stuff like Jalen Hurts as a system quarterback, you got to take the good with the bad. Right. I you guess know? That's, that's true. So that's that's just where I'm like, this guy is an insane competitor. He's an absolute dog on the field. Like if the Cowboys didn't have him, wow, where they would be. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm just – he's a little off, and you're right. He probably shouldn't say as much on social media as – you know, because he did say some wild stuff like political not too long ago that he had to apologize for, you know, because his people made him apologize because it was a little insensitive and non-really educated for somebody like him to be making that type of statement. But – you can't say anything about them on the field. Right. No, that's true. Somebody says, come on, are you, or are, you, are you overreacting about Micah just being positive? See, that's what I don't want to do if this is being taken as just, no, he's being positive, and you want an all-star athlete to believe that a team is that good. And they were in the playoffs this year, and they were in the divisional round this year, and they lost a close game to a team that went to the championship game. And he's so naive. Like, he's only two years in, and all he's seen is 12 win seasons and playoffs. That's true. So he's only seen success. So, you know, guys like that, in his mind, that 25-year drought that the Cowboys have been in, that don't got nothing to do with him. He doesn't feel right. what you're feeling. Right. He doesn't feel the distance from him. Yeah. He thinks he's closer to the Super Bowl. Real close. Way closer than I think he is. Right. Yeah. And I got to realize that. And I guess I want members of that team to feel like they're closer, 
than I do, I, I, would, I guess. All right, I'll, I'll be willing to admit that I may be overreacting a bit there. Uh, one other quick note, and we got a lot of football uh, notes to get to today, but uh, Todd Monken, uh, this may be good news for if you don't root for Georgia, uh, this is probably good news for you. Todd Monken, the offensive coordinator of the back-to-back national champions. He's going to the pros, and uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago. He's a guy that I would have loved to have been the offensive coordinator for a team I dig. Instead, it's going to be Baltimore. So if Lamar Jackson sticks around, then it's Todd Monken that's going to be calling plays for him. Monken's been in the NFL before, Bucks, Browns, and there's another team he called plays for. Uh, but he will now be headed back to the pros, something to keep an eye on. And by the way, Georgia's already got their new OC, Mike Bobo, the former quarterback, and he's been with them for uh, a little while. He will now step in as OC and try to make it back-to-back-to-back. For Georgia. More football notes coming as well. There's a lot of coaching stuff, uh, things being filled around the NFL and college ball. Plus, tomorrow is the big day for Derek Carr. There's a lot of quarterback stuff about to bubble up in the NFL, and we'll hit that. Plus, uh, at one, we get back to Tech beating Texas last night. Also, we'll talk a little NBA. We know who's going to be in the three point contest. And last night might have been an indicator of what we're going to see with Kyrie. And Luca in Dallas. There's a lot of good news, and then there's the key bad news at the end. We'll get to all that up next in the crab bag. I'll tell you how Valentine's Day changed my whole life on the horn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. you in the mood if that's what you need on this valentine's day zay's got it for you zay what we have i'm not familiar with this song come on man i'm sorry i like it is it an individual artist or a band band okay they dominated the 90s. A group that dominated the 90s. That's not Boys to Men. <laughs> Grown Up New Edition. <laughs> the New Edition reunion. Close. Close. Who is it? Jodeci. Oh, okay. What's it called? There we go. Okay. Come and talk to me. <laughs> Can I talk to you? Jodeci, ladies and gentlemen, and H-Town. Say so he's giving you the ideas. By the end of this day, 
if you are trying to set a mood for a certain thing and you are unable to set that mood, it's not going to be Zay's fault. It ain't my fault. Zay is going to help you set that mood. Jodeci and H-Town so far on this Valentine's Day. We hope you are having a great Valentine's Day. Somebody um, somebody told... I'm not reading that. I'm sorry. I can't read that one. (laughs) Yo, man, hold up. I cannot read that one. Bucky Gobble, I am not playing anything for you on Valentine's Day. You know what kind of sign that shows? That's not my, Mm. not, it's kind of weird. Bucky talking about texting me, Zay, pay Delphonics, la, 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 means you love you. Bring that back for the buck. Wow. I, I, I can't play no love song for you, Buck. I okay. hope you respect that. Yeah, there are certain lines that there need to be drawn. certain lines, thank you. Yeah, you got to have boundaries. That, that's fair. <laughs> um, someone said, uh, somebody asked me what I'm getting my girlfriend for VD. I told them a shot of penicillin. All right, there we go. <laughs> Valentine's Day in this 2023, whatever your reaction to Valentine's Day is. We hope you have the day or night day and or night that you're looking for uh and we we had a lot of good reactions so far specs text line 337-3776 somebody else said well i guess i'm out here in line trying to get my my stuff taken care of because i know i gotta take care of my lady for valentine's day see that's you knowing your lady well done if you need to be out there buying stuff go buy stuff that's what you need to do so why isn't there like a galentine's day for fellas uh that is a that's a whole nother discussion. Is that because it's so close to the Super Bowl? They're like, you got that. Maybe. Maybe. There are men out there that would tell you that there's another holiday that has been set up uh, by the, not social media world, but kind of un- by the underground folks, and it occurs on March 14th. I'll let everybody do their own research on that. Ah, okay. Yeah. I'll yeah. let y'all all do your own research on that one. <laughs> all right, let's get to the crap bag here, and I'll give you a little Valentine thought of my own. Here we go. Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Again, I love Valentine's Day because of all the varied reactions, and I'm into all of them. Whatever you need to do, that's what you need to do. I've never been a, you know, crazy, I've never been into the whole like overly doing Valentine's Day. I remember being in high school and listening to a guy talk about how much he spent on stuffed animals for his girlfriend. And I just filed it away. Okay, don't be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. My dream used to be meet a girl just after Valentine's Day wow. whose, whose birthday occurs just before Valentine's Day. <laughs> That way you'll figure out if you really like them and they really like you and it's real and it's not just superficial. That's the way I thought when I was in like junior high, high school. So for me and my wife, Valentine's Day is interesting because we didn't meet on Valentine's Day, but we met because of Valentine's Day. Back in 99, I was doing radio out in East Texas. They put together a contest and shout out to these two ladies who changed my life. Stacy and Meredith were in sales. They came up with an idea. Let's have a contest because they knew I was busy all the time and I didn't have time to go on dates. Let's have a contest where the prize is you get a date with Chad, which is silly, but it worked because they put a bunch of stuff around it, jewelry, the dinner, and all that. So they put this contest together. My now wife enters the contest and lost. She was a finalist but lost. I go out with the winner. 
she was all right, but she was kind of, you know, a little bit boring, wasn't talkative. I need somebody that's going to talk a little bit. I oh, need yeah. You, I need yeah. you, to, right? I need you to tell me about yourself. Yeah. Because um, I feel like I'm a decent listener, but I need you to help me out a little bit. So um, the date was kind of, yeah, it was all right. And then we went up one other time, grabbed lunch, but there was just nothing going on there. And then my man Butch, my first um, radio partner, and rest in peace, Butch just died over the last year. He's one of the great guys I've been around in radio. He says to me, who would you have picked? Because we did this like dating game style thing. They all sent in questions and answers and stuff. And I said, I would have picked. I've always been into older women. I've always been into women that are a little bit older than me versus the women that are my age or younger. And I said, I would have picked the one that was however old. You know, she was like, she's like three years older than me. And I said, I would have picked the one that was in Nacogdoches. She seemed sweet or whatever. He says, well, call her up. Because she had seen a picture of me. And still wanted to enter the contest. Were God. you mullet out by then? God, not really a mullet. It was weird. I, I, I don't have any of the pictures right now, but let's just say you cannot account for taste, man. She looked at whatever my hair was doing then. She looked at this nose and these ears and still said she wanted to enter the contest. God love her. And so she, you know, so I called her up, and this is you know, right after Valentine's Day. I called her up the Friday after, left her a message, and said, if this does not sound too psychotic, give me a call. So she gave me a call. We had a conversation. We had our first date on the 21st of February. And so next week, it'll be 24 years since we met. And this May, it'll be 20 years that we've been married. Wow, that's amazing. So because of Valentine's Day, we got together. I get the whole thing where it's fake and it's this and it's a scam. And I totally get all of it. And I hate the overdone version of it. But if it wasn't for Valentine's Day, I wouldn't have met her. So there you go. Wow. There it is. Happy Valentine's Day, but the one, but there's plenty of things I love about my wife. My wife, Zay, in a way, she's not exactly like your wife in that she tells me, oh, you got to do all the other stuff on other days, and don't get me flowers on Valentine's Day. I want you to make sure you're doing all that. But my wife is so cool because I could literally get her nothing except taking her out for a meal, and she would never hold it over my head. She doesn't really keep score that way. So like yesterday, I went and grabbed a couple deals of flowers, one for her, one for my daughter, and I grabbed each of their favorite candies because we're going to the movies later in the week. Again, know who you're with. So I took the flowers, I put them in in vases, vases, and I put the candy underneath each one, got her roses, got the kid like a kind of spring flower arrangement uh, because... The father getting the daughter roses didn't make a lot of sense to me. Ah, gotcha. Did, you know, it didn't quite yeah, work. Yeah, So for the wife, it was red roses. For the daughter, it was kind of the spring arrangement. Had them there, and she really appreciated it and thanked me for it and all that. But I know deep down, if I hadn't done it at all, she wouldn't care. She really wouldn't. We'd already made plans. Hey, let's go. Let's go out. to. D-. We love just having meals together. That's one of our favorite things in the world. It's simple. I don't have to be anywhere fancy. I could be at at some fast food place with my wife. As long as I'm with her, that's all I care about. So we're going to meet up. We're going to have dinner tonight. And uh, that's our Valentine's Day. Beautiful. That's what I like about her. She is a, you have to be simple to be with me. I am not an extravagant person and I'm not going to go. I don't want to be with someone that every year I'm having to spend hundreds of dollars on to show them. Like I'm going to show you throughout the year, hopefully that I appreciate you and that I love you and all that. I, yeah, I'm not Mr. Showy. You're can't do it. Love stories like a rom-com. It's sweet. It's a kind. It, is a it cool, warms my heart. Well, it really that, does. I appreciate that. It is a cool story to be able to tell. Uh, it is cool to be able to tell that. And I worked with this great, uh, this great woman who. Uh, it's weird to call her a woman because we were like in our twenties at the time. Great girl at the time, but she worked in the office. We were already friends, 
and she was with a longtime boyfriend by the time I met her, and they're still together and everything. And I remember her saying, she goes, oh, my God, what if y'all get married? Oh, my God, it's the day yeah. after the first date. And I'm like, Holly, please calm down. Please calm, don't put that kind of pressure on me, please. So but she was right. So how did Wendy lose? She lost because they called in. She was one of the six finalists, and then it was strictly like listener votes. People called in and voted. Hey, I'm calling to vote for so-and-so. Hey, I'm calling to vote for so-and-so. Right, okay. I didn't want to make the choice. Right, okay. I didn't want a bunch of East Texas parents and stuff mad at me. Dude, we had people calling in like, hey, I'm voting for Sarah. This is her mama. <laughs> it was, I was envisioning granddads with shotguns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no T-fast women. When we picked up the winner at, their, at her trailer in the trailer park, <laughs> I was in a limo, Zay, in a limo in a tux. Picked her up at her trailer across the trailer park. Her grandparents start waving at me. Hey, we're her, we're her mama and dad, granddad. How you doing? Oh, my God. It was terrifying. <laughs> Want to come in for some catfish, honey boy, oh, before y'all go? My goodness. It was crazy. It was a crazy, crazy time. But uh, a very good thing came out of it. Whatever you are doing on this Valentine's Day, we hope you have a good one. Uh, let us know what you like or don't like about Valentine's Day. The food, the stuff. Are you eating those crazy chalky hearts that we had as Ugh. kids? I never liked those. I never liked those. Let me know what your favorite Valentine's foods are. Because, um, yeah, that's all I did for the. Uh, they didn't have my daughter's favorite candy. So I got her second favorite, which is Skittles. And then my wife is a plain M&M's woman when it comes to movies. Hey, I'll see y'all tomorrow where all that uh, Valentine's Day candy's half off. See you at HEB. There it is. Local Walgreens, Trader Joe's. It don't matter. I'll hit them all up to see what's popping. Do guys go back? I've never done this. Do guys go back to the store and get discounted flowers like later in the week? I would assume all those flowers had to be put on sale, right? I might do that too. You could roll back through the line, grab the flowers, and come back on Thursday or Friday and say, hey, baby, I was just thinking about you. Oh, you know how big time I would be walking in my apartment with <laughs> February 15th flowers? Come on. That's how I do it. I think that's why a lot of people get married on February 15th. Because it's that right after Valentine's vibe where you want to show them it's not just about Valentine's Day. It's about the, I know multiple people that get married on that day huh. for some reason. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of it's, it's turned into a, an interesting day for people. I think that want to want to uh, want to do that. Let us know your thoughts on Valentine's Day. We're having fun throughout it today. It was not fun for the Longhorns last night in Lubbock. We'll go back and visit that. Plus. Now that football is done, you got to look for other things. NBA All-Star Weekend is coming up. We know who's in the dunk contest, and it's okay. We told you about Jericho Sims, the former Longhorn. Hopefully he'll do well. But we now know the three-point contest, guys. They're set. Zay will give you that list coming up. And we'll take a look at what the Mavericks looked like last night. It was a wild one. Is it an indicator of what's to come? Don't move. It's the horn.